Hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted, where we are all about inspiring better conversations and helping people think more critically and deeply about faith, life, and leadership. My name is Sam, and I am here with my good friend, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good, Sam. Thanks for having me back. Awesome. Very cool. I like your water bottle. Thank you. It's uh, not actually my water bottle. Well, it's not a water bottle. It's a coffee bottle. A tumbler thermos. Or thermos. That's the coffee word. thermos. There you go. It's amazing. It keeps it hot all day. However, um, this is actually Janet's. I, I could never have thought that. I hope she's not watching right now because she <laughs> doesn't really like when I take hers. But mine was in the dishwasher, and you got to take the top off and all part and stuff. Yeah, it's just a pain to put back together in the morning. So I was a little lazy this morning. I just grabbed hers. I'm hoping to get it back before she realizes it's missing. Uh, that's pretty so awesome. maybe you could delete this from, from <laughs> I'll, maybe i'll just wait a little while to like post yeah, it or okay, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little extra long yeah that's awesome uh very good thanks for, for being here i'm actually really excited because there's something that i want to talk to you about and i the, the basically the first question is this like how are you feeling right now like we're, we're like a week away week past like something really amazing happening in your life a week past something really amazing happening in my life like on a tuesday last week i caught a lot of fish one day last week is that what we're talking about i, don't know, is I it? went fishing on a lake i never been to and it went really really well and that's that awesome. totally made my day um but i'm i'm guessing you're talking about the bucks yeah, i'm talking about the bucks yeah i know it, it's i don't know i don't even know who i am anymore <laughs> I, your I, whole life you've spent wanting this to happen i wanted something for my whole life i wanted to see it my whole life yeah and now that it's happened like now what? I just, like, I want to like you describe like your your state of mind that afternoon and that, that whole like evening. Just tell me what happened. Okay, okay, okay. okay so it's game six. <laughs> yes. Right. I was waiting by the phone. Bucks Hopefully someone was gonna call me and like offer me a ticket, which didn't happen. <laughs> so after I gave up on that, I just started pacing. Um. And so I think the game was at eight. Yeah. And I would say from about six forty-five till eight, I literally paced circles around the house. I just. I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't relax. I just, I was ready for the game to begin. I was sick of all the commercials. Uh, I actually had the wrong station on for a while. Are you kidding me? Where's the game? No way. Did you miss any of it? No, I didn't miss any, but it was like last second. I was like, wait a minute, this isn't even the right channel. Um, So yeah, I paced for a good hour before the game. And then when the game started, uh, the way our living room is, there's like a a coffee table between the couch and the TV. Yeah. And I I couldn't even sit on the couch. It was like, I had to be closer to the TV and sit on something hard. So I sat on the edge of the coffee table with my face you know, like close to the screen. I, I was ready. I kind of wish I, I could have just watched you watch was, the game because that I, sounds I was, wild. And, and timeouts or any kind of commercials, I would just paste during those. I, I, I just I didn't want to go to game seven because I was kind of worried if they have to go back to Phoenix, that's pretty tough to do. For sure. So to me, this was like the game they had to win. Most definitely. So I was way more. Usually, I'm pretty calm at games. Like I, I don't scream a lot or whatever. I just like to watch the game. Did you scream in this I, one? I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. I, I don't even know what I was doing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I was very, very into it, and it's 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 just really fun for me. Something you hope to see your whole life, you finally see it, um, is is awesome. And then when I listen to the players and stuff, I just like the players as guys. Definitely. The way they speak of themselves and the team and all that stuff, they they legitimately seem just like down-to-earth, normal, good guys. Yeah. So they're easy to root for. It's just just really good. 
I've been practicing this for like a, a little while today. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I messed it up. How do you say it? Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Different people. He's even said it different way. Yeah, I, I looked it up. Like, yeah. okay, I've heard it a thousand times. I can't quite get it right. I'm just gonna look it up. Antetokounmpo. Ante- yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. But he, he even yeah. So <laughs> just say everyone. He's so just Giannis. He's so famous now. Giannis is enough. Okay. So, good. Well, we'll just is, from here on. He's out. gonna be one of those one name people probably. Which you know? that's a bit. That's a very. Um, Exclusive group of people. Yeah. He's Bono, just, he's Oprah, really, Giannis. really good. He's it, really, really good. Wasn't there a play towards the end, like right at the end of the block or a steal that he gets at the very end? That was, that was, that was nuts. Did you just go crazy at that point? Yeah. He's, he's just like, it's special to watch because you just don't see people do stuff that he can do. Yeah. It's, he does stuff no one else can do. So it's, it's, it's awesome. But then the other players too, like he, He's very respectful of his teammates, mm-hmm. um, only talks about how great they are, never talks about how great he is. And they are great. The other players are great too. They have roles, and they're all very good at their role, um, which makes a good team. So it's as an ex-coach and teacher and stuff, I, I love seeing the teamwork and people embracing who they are on the team. It's just amazing. That's really cool. That's actually what I want to talk about today oh. is, is that all exact right. thing. So okay. there, there's a couple of things that I noticed. I mean, I'm not a basketball watcher. It's not something I've typically done, but this year it got me. It hooked me. And I, I watched the, the, some of the playoffs and the finals, and it was just so much fun to watch. And, and what I noticed and what I was really impressed by is, is really the players and mm. like Giannis especially, but then even a, a couple of the other ones that were just incredible in the way they spoke. They were, they were, obviously very intelligent, very thoughtful, um, very much respectful of each other and of the other team. Uh, one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, but he was, he was just talking. He was like, you know what? This is what we got to do. We got to play this way and find a way to play that this way when we're in Phoenix. And it's just like very like matter of factly in a way that I don't remember seeing professional athletes speak very often. Yeah. So it seemed really special to me. Yeah, a lot of the guys are. I mean, even the coach of the other team, the coach of the other team, um, yeah, he was. He seemed like an awesome guy, and he's very outspoken about his faith. Actually, that's really he's neat. a very strong Christian person. Um, even the hat he was wearing after the game, I can't remember what it said. Might said forgiven or chosen or or something. It was a reference to his faith, uh, his baseball hat that he was wearing. Um, just a very outspoken Christian man, a high character. Just it's it's easy to root for people like that, right? Yeah, like you respect them as a person. And so it's fun to admire their basketball skills. Yeah, I was curious. I thought about this before. This wasn't in the plan for me for today, but I want to ask, like, the other team was a super interesting team to watch. Like, they're really great as well. Yep. Um, was there, who would you be, like, a favorite f- player on their team? Like, what do you think about that? Anyone who was screwing up in the moments. <laughs> okay, well Because <laughs> they have some really good players, right? Yeah, like, they're like, incredible. Like Chris Paul, our booker, they're really good. I don't want to see him play like that against the Bucks, though. It's like true. they make shot after shot. It's like, please, just do they ever miss? That's what I was thinking. So I have no favorite players on the other team. Okay. I, was, I was actually even watching the game. One of the games was someone, they were complimenting the other team at times. I'm like, you never compliment? I don't want to hear that. Like, yeah, compliment the Bucks. I don't want to hear Bucks. about how good the other team is. Forget it. I want them to play poorly today. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, anyways, back to the, the thing I really wanted to get at is, is it seems like, and I, I've talked to random people about this, and it's just funny for me. I don't talk about basketball ever. Uh, but I talked to random people about this game and these people, um, these players, and and they only have good things to say about them. Like they they stop and are just like, wow, I loved how they played. They're really great. And you know what? They just seem like awesome people. Yeah. And what is it about that? Like there's something about that. I mean, obviously they're not perfect. They're probably gonna mess up in certain ways in the future, and hopefully we'll be wise enough to forgive them and move on. But but they have this ability to to represent the team so well. 
And I, I think that's special. Yeah. I, I think they're just authentic. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the players are, are not perfect, right? Like nobody's perfect. No, absolutely uh, so not. So everything they say, I don't like love every single comment or whatever, but they, they seem to just be their true selves. Exactly. And I, and I do respect that. And I think anyone can respect that. Like you're your true self. There's no game playing. There's no falsehood. That, that's what comes across to me. Um, you know, like even Giannis, he was, he was at Chick-a-Flay the next day. I saw you this. You know, and, and just kind of joking around and stuff like an everyday guy. He wasn't trying to look like the, the smartest guy in the world or the classy pro. And he's just being himself. And, and I think when, when you're authentic, you can be respected. Yeah. I think that's, that's very true. Like Danny, Danny gave the sermon last Sunday and one of the favorite moments I had in his sermon, and I thought it was tremendous. If you missed it, you should, you should watch online. It was a tremendous sermon. Um, but when he spoke, he said, so he said some controversial things mm -hmm. and, and the, the point he was making was great. But at the end he said, you know, if, if you disagree with anything, let's, let's chat about it. Let's get a coffee. I love that. That's who he is. Right. That, that's who he is. He he has opinions, but he doesn't own them so strongly that you can't talk to him. And, and that's kind of who this church is. Right. So. Yeah. So in the same way, like the players are authentic, they rep represent the organization. Well, Danny being authentic from stage as he spoke and he, he taught very well from the Bible. But then he was his true self, too. And he was his authentic, true self. And that's just respectable, even if you might disagree with this or that, whatever you respect an honest person. I love that. So that's that's exactly what I'm thinking about and how this translates. Because when you think about being a person who follows Jesus, being a Christian, you have... <laughs> I love that. Um, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> you just smiled when you took a drink and made me laugh. All right. Well, just, there we go. <laughs> when, you, when you represent uh, Jesus with, with your life, like that's a big deal. And I think there's people that do that well, and there's people that don't necessarily do that well. Um, do you think sometimes, uh, how do you do that? Well, I guess like, cause you're talking about authenticity and I think that's a certain component to it. And I'm just curious what you think about that. Well, you, you, if we're still talking about the box, which I think we should be, yep, we'll um, keep going. <laughs> players represent the organization. Well, or their trust in the organization? Well, by kind of living out the values of that organization, right? So the way they yes. play, the way they follow the coach's design shows they buy in to the organization. Like, yes. this is our plan, this is our strategy, and the players enact that on the court. And you can see or, or not see if a player's doing that well, right? In the way they play on the court and then even what they say after the games. Whether they truly are bought into the principles or if they're just kind of going along because it's their job, right? Same in Christianity. Yeah. So Jesus is our leader, is our coach, mm -hmm. for instance. And he tells us how to live. He shows us how to live. And when you're authentically trying to follow him, your actions, your attitudes reflect his. Yeah, you're bought in. You're bought in. And, and you know, just like players, right? Players miss shots or throw the ball away sometimes. We do the same thing in our life, right? You, you miss shots sometimes. You do some stupid junk. Absolutely. You say some stupid stuff, whatever. But overall you're really trying to follow Jesus and people can see like there was a good moment. Oh, there's where he screwed up, but he's not trying to fake it. That was a bad moment. He owned it. You know, he threw the ball away or he said the wrong thing in a meeting or whatever. He, he messed up. Yeah. But then you get up the next day and you try your best again to represent your faith or to represent your leader, Jesus, just like a basketball player represents his coach or his team. Totally. It's totally transferable. I, I completely agree. It makes me think, I think I saw once a, a little video where there was a, a father, um, giving a press conference as if like his last evening 
was it was a game and he was just reviewing what happened in the game like the kids went off the rails oh, and I yeah. did this and whatever and I expressing it like that and I, it gives me the thought like what it would it be like if if every little instance we had like we we go into a restaurant and eat eat at a restaurant and then afterwards we the, the goal was to represent Jesus well. And at the end of it, we, we are talking with these people. And uh, when we do that, like we have to give a press conference. Like, did we do it well or not? Like, right. the, the waitress came or the waiter came and we, we didn't tip them as well as we should have. And we right. didn't represent Jesus well in that moment. We just, we just missed it. But for some reason, we made a mistake and didn't carry the... <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> carry that's the actually, that's great. That's a passion of mine. Like, it would be so daunting if you knew, like an, an athlete, right? They play this game and millions of people watch and then criticize or critique them all over the place afterwards. He did this right, he did this wrong, blah, blah. Every move you make, millions of people watch and analyze. So imagine that in your job, anyone's job. Right? Yeah, exactly. If, if someone had a camera on you all day at your job and then could all comment about whatever they thought about how you did your job, even if they didn't know anything about what you do, right? They're still gonna comment. Totally, It's so they will. hard. And, and that's much like our Christian life and people think of that at other people, right? Like, oh, I'm at the restaurant with my family. Oh no, if there was a camera on me the whole time and everyone saw, am I always respectful? Am I always representing Jesus well? And I think we all know there'd be moments like we just could edit the film and not have anyone see. But here's the beauty in that. It sounds negative, but it isn't. God does see it all. Yeah. God does see everything you do. And if you have the wrong attitude about that, you're like, oh no, God saw this and now he's mad at me. Or oh no, God saw that and he thinks this about me. When instead it's like, wait a minute, God saw that and I know I messed up and he knows I messed up and he still loves me. Yeah. That's amazing. It only draws you closer to God and allows you to worry less and less and less about what other people think. Because God saw what you did at the restaurant and still loves you. So if Joe Blow over there sees it and thinks you're an idiot, who cares? Yeah. He's not with God then because God still loves you and so should he if he's truly a Christian person. Right, like, yeah, Mike screwed up at the restaurant. He treated his kid poorly or the waitress poorly. It was a bad moment. Okay, it was a bad moment. I admit it. And then we forgive and we move on. Yeah. Right? That's what you do with God. And that's why the relationship we have with God is so beautiful and so encouraging and so life-giving. And when you embrace that, you can let go more and more and more of what others might think. Yes. And I think it's, it's interesting because at the same time, it's both freeing that you can know that God's there and loves you and forgives you. And it's also inspiring Cause like, oh, he's with me and he's, he's actually helping me. And when I do things the right way, I actually like experience the goodness of what that's supposed to be like. If, if I tip well, if I treat a person kindly, if I treat my kids well and I walk out of there like, oh, that was good. I feel the goodness of that experience because I did it God's way. And now I'm like experiencing the positive effects of living for God and the way that I do it. It's not just like, oh, did I get it right? It's, oh, I got to experience what it's like to do it right. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, it it's really not that hard to live as a faithful man mm -hmm. because everything in life is a choice. So we talk about being in a restaurant. My kids are grown, so we weren't with the kids, but we went out this past weekend for a dinner and we got an appetizer and, um, it didn't come and it didn't come. And I'm like, you know, I bet they forgot the appetizer. Probably. I bet they forgot. And I was super hungry. <laughs> They've been all day. I'm starved. That's why I got an appetizer. It's not coming and it's not coming. It's not coming. So sure enough, here comes the dinner. No appetizer yet. And so I mentioned to the waitress, I'm like, hey, I ordered an appetizer. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll go check it wherever it is. And she went and then she came back and I'm like halfway through with my dinner now. And she's like, I forgot to put it in. Oh, I'm man. so sorry. Um, if you'd still like it, you know, I'll get it for you now. 
And I was like, sure. You know, it's a, I'll, I'll think of it as a side dish. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a side dish to my meal. Yeah, I'll still have it. I wanted it in the first place. And then she went and put it in and got it, came back. It was a quick thing, came back, you know, shortly thereafter and said, you know, I'm so sorry it's on the house. So there you go. Yeah. Right? Like, you just got free advertising. I, I didn't get it. It was like nine ninety five. You know, I, I didn't get it on time. And I could have been a jerk about it. And, and maybe even understandably so. You're paying a lot for a meal, you know. And instead, it was a choice. I could just shut up and try to be a nice guy to her. She's probably having a tough day and she forgot one little thing. Or I could be a giant crab. All those things in life are choices. And I think the more and more you choose to do things God's way, Jesus' way, the more and more he blesses you because of it. So my blessing happened to be a free $10 appetizer that day. And I ate it 10 minutes later than I would have eaten it. Oh boy, end of the world, you know? <laughs> you got to think like that. Is it really the end of the world? Is it really worth getting all fired up and angry about? Not no, really. It's definitely not. not. Not really. And God blesses you when you live as he directs. He blesses you. I truly believe that. I think that's amazing. I, I, I think that's why I, I love what... Uh, the Bucks kind of pictured and Giannis in that way, like over this past few months. I mean, I've, I've seen and even heard secondhand from you, like really liking this team and loving how they play and, and to see that play out and, and for them to win. It doesn't always happen. They don't always win. Um, but for that to happen, it is kind of a cool thing. And for people to be so excited about it for them. And I don't think there's a lot of haters towards the Bucks. Maybe there are, I don't know. Yeah. But like to, to, or at least towards Giannis, it's hard to hate somebody like that. Yeah. Whereas the big time player who's like, all about themselves it's a little bit more easy to be a little resentful towards that person exactly and so it's cool like to, to see how that can play out in, in reality and well and everyone has a forum like if you're a professional athlete you have this giant forum right yeah. to affect others like by by sharing positivity and encouraging things you, you can be a jerk about things or you can influence others to the positive and they have this forum and they have a big one um you or i have a forum a, a decent sized one because we're on stage at a church or in podcasts or whatever and you, you can influence people that way but everyone has a forum right it might just be your children at home or it might be your co-workers or whatever do you bring positivity to the place do you bring encouragement to the place do you, do, do you bring grace to the place and mercy like god suggests we should and you change the culture there whether it's in your household or at your work site or in a big setting maybe because you have a big time job i don't know yeah but you can bring that anywhere you go that's the power that we all have. And you see it like a person like Giannis, everyone around him likes him and it's positive environment or whatever, and he's super famous. But you can be famous in your own home. You can be famous among your coworkers for bringing positivity and love and guidance and all that stuff. It's all good stuff. You can, everyone can do it. When, when you're coaching, I'm curious, because you've coached a number of times yeah. throughout your career quite, quite um, successfully. And as you've done that, uh, this is one of the questions I was thinking about leading up to today is is there's got to be like a secret sauce right sometimes there is just this little bit of secret sauce that i know probably isn't secret and isn't like something that um seems really flashy but in my mind it what it is the, the best thing you can have if you're coaching a team is somebody on your team who has the ability to work really hard and somebody who has a good attitude oh. and that literally changes everything. So when all the lights are gone and it's just you and the 10 guys on the team that are practicing and doing whatever, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're using sports as reference, you can't necessarily choose to be the best shooter or hitter or whatever thrower or whatever your sport involves. You, you maybe just can't choose to be the best. Some people are just really naturally gifted or whatever. And, and you're not as gifted as they are possibly, but you can choose to have the best attitude. Yeah. And you can choose to work harder than everybody else. And by choosing to have the best attitude and choosing to work the hardest, you will be successful. 
For sure. It's a sim in any circum any work circumstance, any educational circumstance, you can work harder than everybody else. That's a choice. Yeah. You can have integrity. That's a choice. You can have a great attitude. That's a choice. And those things pay off. Yeah. They just do. I completely agree. And and I love how sports is an easy analogy, but it, it translates so perfectly to everyday life. Your family, your faith. It's all of those things. You yeah. can be that person. You can re represent. You can be an ambassador in a way, and it's, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. If if someone's listening right now and you know they're thinking about their own job, you know, decide to go in this week and and be the hardest working person there. Yeah. And that's just your decision. That's your new way of life. You're gonna be the hardest working person there, and then decide to have the best attitude there, and see what transpires. Give it some time. Work like that for a while and just see what happens. Give it a shot, especially if you're unhappy, because what you have been doing ain't working. Right, you're unhappy every day. That ain't working. Yeah. Why would you keep doing it? So just make the choice. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna work harder than everybody and I'm gonna have a better attitude than anyone else here. I'm only gonna say positive things. I'm not gonna sit around the break room and complain about everything all the time. I'm gonna work and I'm gonna have a great attitude. And then just see what happens. And as you do that, I'm curious, sometimes you, you, you think might be thinking to yourself, well, I feel like I've done that for like a day or two and it's, it's not really doing anything. It's not a day or two. I understand that. You know, Giannis is super famous. No, I think he's been in the league seven or eight years. Yeah. And he's been playing his whole life. And the big knock on Giannis in his younger days, even now, is he works too hard. Like, if you super follow the Bucks, Giannis is known for, like, after a bad game, the game ends at, like, 10 p.m., cleans up, whatever, and goes to a gym and works out from, like, midnight to 3 a.m. on nice. his shot, on whatever. And the coaches over the years have always been, maybe you're working too much, and da da da. You better, you know, scale it back. He's like, no, I need to work harder. So as you watch him do amazing things now, that's terrific and all, but he's also the hardest working guy for years. Yeah. He didn't just wake up and be amazing. And five years ago, when he's working out at the gym at 3 a.m. when everyone else is in bed, you know, that's what's paying off now. Yeah. And it, it didn't pay off right away for him. It didn't. But he kept at it. And I'd say the same for me or for you or for anyone else listening. It's not going to pay off instantly, but you have to believe in the principle of it. All right. Hardworking and great integrity and great honesty and great attitude. That will pay off, and that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to trust God because God says that stuff pays off, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to trust God that it will come to fruition for me. It might take a year. It might take five years. But I'm going to be better off because not because you're living Mike's suggestion. This is living God's way. When you live God's way, you should be able to trust God being all powerful that it will work out for you in some form or fashion. And I think that I think gets to one last piece to this that I think I'm interested in is, is the why. Because I think some people might might listen and hear this and think, well, you know, what? I, I can settle for less than that. Like, I don't I don't I'm, I'm OK. You know what I mean? I'm OK being kind of halfway. All right. I'm not really interested in really pushing to be better. Oh, man. And, no, don't do that. But this is the thing. Yeah. right? This is I think it's a normal thing. So so when you talk about motivation and why you're choosing to live with integrity and live with your, your character lining up with Jesus, like how what why is that? Like, why, why does that matter? I think it matters. You have to realize you got one shot here. Yeah, you have one life. That's it. Why, why, would, why would you live anything less than what your best life could possibly be? And I get life is so difficult. I've, I've been through it myself. I've helped so many other people over 20 years. I get that life is, it's not just all cherries and roses. and It's all going to be great. Just show up and be happy. I, I get that it's harder than that. You have to have that attitude that you're going to do it, but then you just have to work through it and work through it and, and expect your life to be what you really want it to be. Yeah. You know, not settling. Well, this is just how it is. I'm going to live the next 30 years like this. No, good grief. God gave you this life. It's a gift. Enjoy it. 
Yeah, honor so, him with it. Yeah, so I, I, I think I think we when someone gives you a gift, you, you use using the gift honors them, right? Exactly. And and so when God gives you this gift of life, you want to live it. You want to enjoy it. You want to go all out, not just kind of muddle through and, and someday maybe like retire and sort of be happy. Yikes. That's, that's just no way to live. Go all out. And I get, I get that that's easy to say. I get that it's hard to do. So I, I don't mean to be shallow when I say it. And if someone listening needs help with that, I love helping people with that. I love it. But, but don't settle for anything less than the best that your life could possibly be. Yeah. It's, it's wild because I think as I've gotten older and had three kids and moved houses and all that kind of stuff and gone through job changes and that kind of a thing, it, you realize that it's harder than you ever thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also realize that if you work at it, it also can be more rewarding than it ever could be. Mm-hmm. And then you also realize your need for God more yeah. than you ever thought yeah. in the midst of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, I'll just speak for myself, I don't know how I would have gotten through so many different things in my life without feeling like God was right there helping me. Yeah. You know, I, not, not everything goes great all the time. No, that's super and, true. And you, you need someone more powerful, more wise than yourself to follow. And that begins with God through Jesus, his man representation on earth, God's representation on earth for himself. You, you follow. Yeah. You follow. Awesome. I think that's a fantastic note to end on other than congratulations. Go Bucks. It's <laughs> awesome. This is so great. I, I love chatting about it. Uh, if you want to tune in, thanks for tuning in. And uh, you can follow us at RCC Unscripted on Instagram. Also, you can scru- subscribe on YouTube. Share it with some people. Uh, thumbs up if you enjoyed it. Um, or Spotify and iTunes run there as well. Uh, and with that, we will see you all again next week as Mike drinks from his pink water bottle. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody.